and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm Rich Conroy, and with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey everybody, how are you? Yeah, I've decided I'm trying not to say good morning every time. Because it because sometimes people, people are, are like, I, I work midnights, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we get it. We're not smart. We get that. But we do this in the morning. That's hey, if you guys drive Uber, play the podcast. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> guys like one star, play two jerks talking about chi- uh, Japanese science fiction. Well, I... From what I understand, if the person sitting in the Uber yeah. doesn't want you to have a radio on, no, you, you have to turn it off. off. Yeah. Which is fair enough, because that's what you have to do in a cab. Right. Now, usually whatever is in the cab, I just don't listen to. I don't care. Right. So it wouldn't bother me. Right. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. just like, whatever. It's fine. Then you have to hear that. What we need... Oh, we can't have that because he's dead. I was going to have his Ed Koch introduce the show. Oh, God. <laughs> How you doing? But... <laughs> We can get the other famous how you doing guy, Joe Walsh, to do it. How you doing? You know, exactly. Like, Mr. Mushmouth. Oh, good Lord. Two episodes of Ultraman Rubu um, today, and it's it. they are pretty, let's say, look, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag, guys. Go for it. I'm liking this show. I'm liking this show, but they have to stop the two different transformations. <laughs> I don't like that particular part There's of it. So much transformation. <laughs> it's like it's it's like a, a oh who's the a Tony Robbins festival. Like, yeah. So it, much transformation. I on. understand that that's an easy way of filling five minutes of the show. Oh God, yes. It's I, got, I didn't it. time it this morning, and I meant I to. didn't time it either, and I should. But it's an easy way to fill, and I'm going to get it's it's five. Minutes, a solid five minutes because it's. Both brothers <laughs> transforming both times. Right. And it's long and drawn out and all of that. And I get it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to sell this stuff. Okay, fine. But it's even only three episodes in, it's already annoying. <laughs> you got to bring it down a little. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> it is absolutely infuriatingly annoying. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to go with the bond of siblings or yep. whatever it's bond called. Bond between siblings. Bond between siblings. Okay. <clears throat> that is Ultraman Rubu. Uh, episode Tubu. Um, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I said it's 7-14-2018. Written by Junki Takagami and directed by Masayoshi Takasui. And uh, let's see. The brief summary. Despite his younger brother taking the ability to become Ultraman in stride, Katsumi is afraid of the power he has obtained. Their younger sister, whose catchphrase is happy, it's not really so much of a catchphrase as an expression, but that's okay, uses her healing nature to help the two brothers who have clashed over their views. Suddenly, a monster appears, and Asami is unable to move when he's pinned down. That's our brief summary. Brief summary. Yeah. I like the fact... Recap of episode one. Fine. Yeah. Then, and I didn't like this... A training montage. I just, just got, when you thought it was safe. <laughs> out of the training montages. I'm not watching Leo. No more training montages. Oh. Hey, <laughs> another training montage. Hey, but at least no one was yelling at them. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's not like Dan Moroboshi suddenly showed up. You're dying irrelevant to this plot, but damn it. By God, I've got to slap you. Why one. does he have a cane? Why is he hitting us? <laughs> I don't like this anymore. 
One night, the two uh, Monato brothers went out to train in the forest. They transformed into their uh, respective ultras and practiced their fighting skills and then right. later learned to fly. And they explained the color timer, mm-hmm. they explained how they can fly and all that. And, and they, they decided to break a bridge. Right. And right. They, oh, yeah, yeah. And like Rosso that. decides he's he's uh, better with the fire stuff. Right. And, and Blue is more suited for the aqua they, side. If they swap their powers, mm-hmm. they're actually better off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, why they start with the powers they're supposed to have and swap? Again, I think because they could. I think because they could. I still see this five minutes of wasting time that they can fill in the show. Yeah. That's just me. But what I really like is he was flapping his arms, trying not to <laughs> the hit the bridge. the bridge, and he starts taking off. And then he goes, wait a minute. I can do that. Hold the phone. Exactly. And it's not even like he jumped like the old Superman no. used to just jump and then, okay, fly. Oh, God, yes. It was just, I'll lift off a little bit, yeah. and now I'm flying. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I yeah. can deal with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Um and uh, the next day, uh, Ushio and uh, Asahi are disagreeing over fashion choices. Uh, when suddenly, uh, Makoto Aizen appears on screen and talks about a recent destruction of his building. Right. And the two brothers are uh, seen sitting in a park discussing their role as ultras. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out, do we tell everybody that we are the ultras? And then they realize, no. Because there's probably gonna be more monsters. Yeah, think? Right. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna. It's the the superhero conundrum of: Do I tell my closest people around me, oh, or no, is that gonna everybody? put them? But even that, like, oh, I should tell Aunt May or Mary Jane that I'm Spider-Man, but that places them in danger. Exactly. But exactly. You almost wonder, like, hey, listen, I'm Spider-Man. Be careful. Yeah, keep an eye out. Yeah. Maybe People if a guy come after you. Yeah, yeah. So just stay on your toes. I'm yeah. sorry that I have to put you in this position, but it's better that you know. Exactly. But then again, that would take the drama out of the comic. Well, <laughs> we got to have the drama yeah. solved, please. How else would Aunt May end up marrying Dr. Octopus? Man. Which did happen at one point. I remember. I remember. I'm that old. Do you remember when Dr. Octopus actually became Peter Parker at one point? Like like some sort of weird brain one. brain swap? I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm digging deep, kids. Okay, that's fine. Hey, dig deep. Yeah. Um, so they, they have a fight and they break up. They, they you know they break into a fight. Asami runs off and uh, Sashi goes to join him to try to cheer him up. A black king is summoned um, by the mysterious summoner and uh, <sighs> he begins to attack. And I was like, oh, cool, black king already. That's nice. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a very cool looking monster. Yeah, we've now, seen black king before. The one in episode three. When we we've get seen that. him before, too. Have we really? Oh, yes. I don't remember him because he was we'll get there. super. But anyway, yeah. we'll get there. I like him. But now the building fo- is destroyed, kind of falls on the brother. Yeah, I, I, I also like that they. Which one is which yet? Asami. Okay, and the sister has to help him out, and instead of trying to just get out of the rubble, which would be the smart thing, he's trying to go for the chain transformer. Because why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't you grab it and then maybe you can just use that and Ultraman your way out of it? Yeah, which I guess is a possibility. Yeah. <sighs> How many then, times have we seen Hayata trying to reach for a beta capsule? That's just, just out of reach. Exactly. And we haven't seen that trope in a little while, I don't think. Like, Oh, no, that's just, out, just of out of reach. That's what this one was, is yeah. that trope. Is yeah. It's just out of reach. But, I mean, have we seen that? Did we see that in Jeed? I don't remember. I don't recall. Probably we did. Yeah. But I don't really recall. Yeah. Um, but then the 
the other brother picks up his transformer. Right, and then and sees can what's see happening. Through one brother's eye. That's a snappy little Which uh, I thought addition was, a was cool, really yeah. Cool power. That's gonna that's gonna come in handy at some point later. Oh it's got to. Write it down. It's got to. Um and uh They become the ultras. Yeah, Sonny tells her, you gotta run away, you gotta run away, and yeah. then uh uh, Black King spews his flame breath, and uh, she almost, you know, the, the, oh, it's gonna, it, you know, you figure, oh, they're they're in, they're done for. But uh, Katsumi shows up and saves her, and then saves his younger brother by lifting up a piece of the rubble, right, with that pipe, right. And then they become the Ultras, full transformation, see? right. Okay, fine, don't have to like it. They attack. Just get used to it. I know. Because apparently I it know. sticks around for some time. And what bothers me about it is everybody changes clothes except these two numbnuts. What do you mean? They have the same outfit on. Oh, the same outfit. All the yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. That's the, I didn't notice that. You either. know what? You want to you wanna have a transformation sequence that's long and complicated in every episode? Fine. But film it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is their cost-saving measure. I well, get yeah, it. that's fine. Then here's what you do: make it so that your the form glows or something, so you can have different clothes on, so he doesn't look like a cartoon character every episode. <laughs> Jesus, it's like watching Ernest becomes Ultraman. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. They are. You know, I didn't even notice that. Now that you pointed out, it's going to bother me even more. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you're welcome. Also, thank you. Also, thank you. And please, remember your manners, folks. <laughs> so they transform into their ultra form and begin to battle Black King. Uh, they've tried very hard to hold the beast off, but were easily beaten down by it. Then they tried their combo attack from the previous episode, uh, but it was foiled by Black King's flame breath. They switched into their default forms. Right. And then ended the battle with the made from That's right. Uh, after the battle, a mysterious summoner appears once again to retrieve the Black King Crystal. Well, they also knock the horn off the right monster. Off. That's how you defeat Black King. That's how you defeat him. They team up to hit him straight up, down to the ground. Yeah. They beat the living... Beat the snot out of Oh, how cool was it? Was it in this episode? No, it was the well, the, the next episode, where they where you actually go by a junkyard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a car episode. stacked on top of each other. Oh, it was so next cool! Episode. But they combine their shots yeah. to blow the monster up. Right. Good. Loved it. Don't they just drop them somewhere and then no, all no, those they, cars come flying? They drop the monster. Right. Things that fly. That was amazing. With the Very cars cool. rolling Tumbling through, over. The, through the through the rubble. Yep. And the, yep. all the car alarms going off. I'm like, that is... But then I want to just shake whoever's hand came up with that. that shot. And then That's they had genius. to combine their shots, their powers, mm -hmm. to defeat the monster completely. Right, right, right. And then people in the background are all of a sudden cheering because they have now watched the yeah, fight. Yeah. So now they're on the side of the Ultraman because that was one of the things of they were shown in the news. We're not sure if these Ultramen are good or bad or what's the deal. Now everybody knows, oh no, the Ultramen are trying to save yeah. us from the monsters. Okay, sure. Yeah, that was a much easier path than she'd had for a good solid yes. four or five four episodes. Five episodes. Uh, back at the clothing store, the two brothers once again see Aizen on the television and he questions his odd behavior and knowledge of the Ultras. 
Right, and then they find a their mother's and father's diary, which I don't understand how two people write in the same diary. Because they would okay. send it back and forth to each other. Like, it's like a letter collection. Oh, okay. okay so, so you, that's you write to your, your sweetie, you mail it to her, send the next and then she reads that and writes back. And and I think that's kind of cute. It is kind of cute, now that you point it out that way. Okay, fair enough. So you're how some romantic you are. I'm not. That's <laughs> my wife. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> She'll tell you. She yeah. Um, and then, but in the diary, the mother drew pictures the of the ultra crystals. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. 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 So yep. that leads us into episode three, which I know we, now we have to go through our monster minute. Right. And then we'll go. We'll move on. All right. So our monster minute is for Blacko King, and uh, he uh, is uh, where I didn't find the stats. 65 meters tall, 60,000 tons. First appearance, Ultraman dies at sunset, episode 37 of The Return of Ultraman. We didn't watch that one. No, we have not yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Sounds grumpy. A little bit. <laughs> oh, he's a wee bit grumpy. <laughs> now, we have previously seen Black King in Ultraman X. That's where he was. Okay. And remember, then they, they, he, Ultraman X killed him and they brought him back with that giant drill attachment on his. Yes. <laughs> it was the best. Yes. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous oh, thing. God, no. Yeah, very good stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, 65 meters, 60,000 tons. Planet Knackle is his oh, home is, planet. I didn't know he was he a was, Knackle. He's, well, he's, he's a creature from Knackle. Okay, fair so enough. That's pretty good to know. Hell Magma. Black King can emit a thin heat ray from his mouth. Besides, despite being shown weaker in the original series, recent media portrays it as a stream of fire. Okay. can also um, exhale a blinding white gas from his mouth. They didn't show that. That is a smoke screen. He can burrow, and he has an armor hide. Yes, he had a very thick hide, I give you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty cool... Uh, let's see if there's any sort of trivia action here. Oh, and he gets to die in Red Man a couple of times, I think. Okay. I still haven't watched any of that Red Man. Maybe I'll do that this afternoon. I'm in the middle of doing nothing else. It is just... <laughs> There's no reason for all these... It's like somebody said, uh, oh, Red Man is obviously some sort of... Um, like, analog for... What's his name? Sisyphus. Okay, he, he's constantly fighting up the hill and yeah, like he's wandering in a land of monsters that never seem to die. Ah, he, he kills them, and then eight episodes they, later, like dip, right dip, dip, dip. yeah. But also, the other concept is that the monsters themselves are in hell because they've been bad. Right, and their punishment is to be killed over and over by Red Man because <laughs> they're. Literally, they're not doing anything but minding their own business in every episode. Like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Red yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, I'm a monster. Yeah, man, man, yeah. And then Red Man comes and just beats, beats the ever-loving snot, snot out of them, out of them <laughs> and kills them brutally and in hand-to-hand combat. And <laughs> like, a couple later. episodes later, here comes another monster, and you're like, good grief. Yeah. Yeah. Fun oh. stuff. All right, so we're going to be right back in a few minutes with... Uh, Welcome to Azentech. That's right. Right on. We'll see you in a minute. 
Okay, and we are back with more Science Patrol, and uh, we're uh, going with episode three of Ultraman Rubu. Welcome to Azen Tech. Let's see here. Air date 7-21-2018. Satoshi Ito is the writer and directed by Masayoshi Taku, uh, Takesue. I think I wonder if he's directed all of them. I don't know. No, so far, I think. Okay. All right. Your brief summary is as follows. The three siblings visit the passionate Makoto Eizen, president of Eizen Tech, a company located in Akaya City, and are enchanted by the displays of cutting-edge technology. Right. It's then revealed that the mother of the three siblings was once doing specific research for Eizen Tech. And they never really go into what the mother did. Nope. Space archaeology. <laughs> right. No, you're right. You know what? You are right. It was space archaeology. But the fact that she did work at Azentech. Right. Or with him. With him. At least gives the brothers the excuse to figure out how yeah, to talk to this What's guy. up with the what's up? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to bring that into the vogue, kids. What's yeah. up with the what's up? It's not going to happen. I like it. that. Start using it. <sighs> um, but then Azen is flying around. And what has got he shows to up be, in the weirdest jetpack you've ever seen. Exactly. And I'm tr I tried to figure out how that could possibly work without just flipping him around. <laughs> yep, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went, that's not going to work. No. Yep, nope, nope, okay. Uh, what I really love, and I think people, uh, I, a lot of people have poo-pooed Rubu, uh, the series. Why? Uh, as being... Obviously, a big toy commercial. Well, of, we know of that. Of course, it is. It's, we know it's, that. It is a Tokusatsu television show in 2018. You've got to sell toys to keep it on TV, guys. Yeah. I mean, I wish it didn't have to be, but I understand that it is. I get it. But people are like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of silly. And then yeah. I realized that, yeah, it's I a kid think, show. I think, but Gene wasn't that silly. Gene was fairly serious. But I think they're playing this one more as a comedy. Okay. Look at uh, oh. Azen is way over the top. Oh, super over super the top. Super goony stuff going on. The, the father transformation, is the, Yo, the father's a goofball. Absolutely. The transformation devices are comically large. Yes. Like, there's no You're not way. carrying those around easily. Well, at least the one guy's got a backpack, but where's Johnny's suit jacket keeping him? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, maybe that's part of it. Like, it's so over the top and goofy. That like, yeah, maybe it's almost it's almost self parody. Yeah, pretty much. I can buy that. Now I'm only three episodes in. Right. I could be wrong. We can. It's we... happened before. <laughs> 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 but no one would be surprised. <laughs> but I, I once I like this is the episode that that settled it on settled me on in that idea. On the fact that it's just self parody. That it completely. is. It's. It is being played for laughs, a lot of it. I could see that. I could see that. And, I mean, this Azen, and we'll get into it further, as he's walking them around, it's more and more he is so unaware of anything else that's going around him. But is he? Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Right. He doesn't care what any, you know, he talks to people. You don't know if he actually knows who they are or they're just kind of saying, yeah, whatever, you're, yeah, yeah. you know. Because it is his company, and they're going to make him happy because they're getting paid by him. Yeah. So, 
I don't know what this guy knows, but you can see that he is going to turn out to be our bad guy. Oh yeah, full on. Absolutely. Spoiler. At the end of the episode, we show we are shown that he is the bad the guy. The bad guy. Right. Because he has multiple of the gems that mm-hmm. turn these guys into their So far, ultras. three monsters. Exactly. So, I don't know how they're going to make him the bad guy, but you can see that they are yeah. making him. He's already the bad guy. It's how they reveal him as right. the bad that, guy. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how they reveal that he is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. But... Uh, I like when he lands and he comes up with a great pronouncement and he busts out like that piece of wood and the paintbrush yes, and writes it down. Writes it everything down. And then you hear that like, oh, I don't, I can't make, I don't, I'm probably disrespecting Shinto right now very badly, but they use that all the time in Japanese Do they really? cartoons and stuff. Okay. We've seen it before with something, but I don't remember, don't remember. what. And like I said, I'm having a problem and it is just me. I didn't have sound on this one either. Oh, so yeah. I didn't hear that. And I don't have the. I can't. I can't. Uh, I cannot figure out. Like I would like to find a sound bite of that. Right. Just so if anybody can make that for me, I'd like to use that as my incoming message tone on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so Fair yeah, Fair that's, I would love that. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's a really really uh, and so he makes this pronouncement and he's like all right write it down and he speaks it into like a little lapel pin and they're like oh uh, oh no he's got his assistant there yeah as he writes it down he gives it to her get this copyrighted for me and you're sitting there going that's a little more complicated than just saying it. No, he goes, I just want it registered. And then you hear a voice overhead, which you couldn't tell because you didn't have sound. It was like, this uh, statement, when when tough times are over, take to the skies, has been registered. And he's like, (gasps) all right, let's go. Like, he's just like, I got it all together. (laughs) It's it's like, that is amazing. Um, I'm going to try to find the actual... The actual statement. The actual sound. Okay. Because it 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 uh, it is. It amused me to no okay. end. It honestly did. Um, but they now, Azen is walking the brothers around his little factory, and you see an, a picture of the original Mister Azen and right, his right. metal factory, right? And how this whole thing started. And you're like, okay, this guy got his business from his father, who was a metal worker. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And he's trying to keep the thing rolling and more modern. Right. Because not everybody is buying just metals anymore. Right. Okay, I'm good. I'm good so far. Yeah. He decides to embrace technology. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey. All right, so I think I found it. Go ahead. Let's see here. See how I can vamp? Yeah. <laughs> That sound okay. is used a lot. Like, it used to be used in the anime Tenchi Muyo a lot, um, when something sort of weirdly strange or spiritual happens. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen it used in a bunch of different media, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds and good. And I would love to have that as my... Ringtone? Uh, yeah, as my message tone. Um, as long as I'm not insulting everyone in Japan by doing it. So, right. Yeah. Let us any know guide, that too. Any guidance on that would be top notch, <laughs> fellas and ladies. We freely. We have admit. ladies listening to us. Do we really? There's ladies on the Facebook group. Don't tell everybody. All the nerds will scatter. <laughs> but, <laughs> 
my goodness. This is crazy. And not just a girl. I thought this actually was a sausage party. No, like people that I'm, there are there are ladies. Listening I mean, to the show. Is it not just Honor, not that we, not just the ones that we? One have. of them's in Germany. What? I know this because I follow her Twitter account, and then I'm like, "This is pointless. I can't read any of it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe we're her Sprecken, et cetera. Exactly. You know, like I'm like, well, all right. Maybe she. Uh, we are her introduction to English. Oh my god. Oh, I don't. Uh, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> I believe more people in Germany speak better English than we speak German. Yes. On absolutely. A far. Far grander scale. Yes. <laughs> Gotta remember, English is the language of commerce, so that yep. most people do have English yep. as a second language. Yep. But I do have a CD downstairs to teach me Cantonese, so okay. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, you never know. Um, let's see, where was I? Uh, Aids and Tech. So they're walking around. Um, and they go into uh, Aizen's office, which is just this vast vast room with just a desk and a chair in it. And I, I, when I saw that, I'm sitting there going, that's a power move. Not only that, but the desk we sit at is not much smaller than the desk he sits at as the head of a company. I don't know. I think it is. Not by much. Because it's not, it's it's a little wider. I give you that. Yeah, it's the, yeah. But not Oh, I don't think like the, well. Actually, it would be longer. Okay, but whichever not way you quite want. as wide. Yeah, I think it's probably wide, width-wise, the same. But not a lot. It's yeah. not vastly. I different. think the thing is, Pat, the room is much, much bigger. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> it true. looks like at least what a thousand square feet it's of huge. just empty office. A, but that's the whole point. Is there's nothing more than a super simple desk. One super simple chair and nothing That's else. It. And he is dressed impeccably in his three-piece white suit. Oh, please. How many of those do you think are on set? Because oh, there's got to be a dozen. one thing of anything. And it's going to show up instantly. Or they just white it out. <laughs> Some guy comes up with a roll of correctable tape. And goes, <laughs> there you go. Come on. Um, God. And then suddenly uh, this portal opens. And well, Gargorgon appears. You got to remember that now. Asia oh yeah, they're talking about how his to mother explain and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that the Ayaka Comet is the That's cause right, of the that. monsters and the ultras because he has this cookie. A rice cracker. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was wasn't just rice. It was dark and it had some whole grain sort of things. Oh, Maybe they were it was flax seeds or something. Whatever. But he broke the <coughs> parts. And so this is how this comet actually yeah. created the It was three pieces, they think. Monsters, yeah. everything. And it was crazy. Because, all right, now you guys each take one. And he's completely leading them on. Like, you're both the ultras. Take these. Yeah, like, but he didn't actually say that. No, he, he didn't say it, but he, you, this is so we see that he knows. Right, right. And the best, he's like, all right. And then the comet goes through the sky, and he's going. Yes. And the guys are like, oh, okay. <laughs> It is right out of airplane. It oh, yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful, super beautiful. comical. Even though, like I said, I couldn't hear it. I was like, oh my god, this is about the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. If I heard it, I'm sure it would be even stupider. It's great. It's it was really awesome. Um, but then, in a nice <laughs> visual, oh, they show the sky up the opening up. Yeah, because he opens up his whole back wall and it's a giant window. Exactly, which was very cool. Yeah, and then the sky opens up. In a nice visual. Right. The monster falls out of the sky. Literally just falls on a building. Right on a building. Loved it. 
then he starts just pushing buildings all over the place. It's in my way. Yep. yep. And have you seen that Godzilla gif where it's like, F this, F this thing over here, F this building in particular, F this, and he's just like stomping on F these cars. Like. That's great. And the one thing I did notice, as they're running down the stairs, yeah, those effects are directly out of Star Trek. Where every, the shaking of the camera, oh, and, oh my god, we're falling down. And How else can you do it? You can't shake a whole building. No, no. That's just impractical. <laughs> I mean, you'd like to think they would have a set that they could shake, but no, it's a lot easier to just shake a yeah, camera and have everybody move. Yeah, that's if you're going to make big build crap on springs and whatnot. It's one. It's doable, but... You have to use it more than once. Yeah, exactly. You have to use it more than once. Meanwhile, you just put Stewart up with the shaky cam and ring, 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 you know. And have everybody shake and fall down. One side. And to the left. And to the right. (laughs) And forward. (laughs) Of course. There's always the one guy who's like one behind. He's like, I don't know. (laughs) But wouldn't this be right? Like, wouldn't, you know. Wouldn't it be close? No. We told you how to do this. We tried to time it out. Yeah, I forgot about that. What I really like is all the, like, LED signage that, like, appears in midair. Yep. Like, with the big arrows. And <laughs> I like that. that was like very, very cool. It's just like, yeah, look, we're a big technology company. We, we have, have holograms and LEDs. Yeah, yeah and we have, like, yeah. these weird, like, nanoparticle holograms, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Like, that, that was very cool to me. I yes. just, like, I yes. liked the whole... Of uh, the super bouncy shoes that the sister the girl tries with the on. super bouncy <laughs> shoes. Knocks Azen over there. She's like, sorry, I can't control the shoes. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, okay, I know that she has the strings behind her because you can see like her shirt is kind of picked up a little yeah. bit. Even though they're trying to hide the strings, they yeah. can't hide the yeah. fact that the shirt yeah. is pulled off. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's I mean, you could, effective. You could do it with, if, if you had enough time and budget, but you're putting 25 episodes of a TV show out. That's fine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not arguing. Perfectly it fine. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. And if you weren't particularly looking for the strings, and mm-hmm. I know I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. It's what I do. Why well, wouldn't? Why wouldn't we? But now the brothers then transform into their ultras again. Mm-hmm. Full transformation scene. Mm-hmm. Again. You betcha. And I'm I'm getting to the point where now I know it's going to be a full transformation scene. You warned me for a good but while. But it feels a little faster to me. I'm not usually a lot. I'm usually pretty perceptive of whether or not something has been sped up at all. Okay. And I feel like it and I don't mean a lot. A lot. I mean like 3 or 4%. It's not a lot. <laughs> Like a little little snippy tip here, a little tippy tuck there. Maybe we increase the speed of smidgel, you know, and like okay, maybe I could be wrong. I, you might just be so used to the transformation scene that you're not watching the whole thing. Only th- and only three episodes in. Good Lord Almighty! <laughs> I know. Listen, we're not <coughs> they're aiming this show at. I get it. Right, that's fine. And, but yet here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so um, and now when they transform. The set that they put these guys on, that city scene, Mm. I don't know how they did that, but by God, it looked fantastic. Now, I'm going to guess that they were on just a green mat and put a city on on the green mat, or they could have just printed a whole city scene 
and put them on it. Right. But it looked. It was fantastic. The miniature work in this episode. Exactly. So top notch. The last two, really. I mean, like. Yeah. They, when. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Gargorgon walks past that junkyard. Just this, so this much way. detail. Little cars, really cars on top of each yeah. other, and like some of them have no windows and whatnot. And the uh, support posts for the roof are bent flat, yeah. like lowered. And it's no amazing. tires. Like they just have the the, yeah. the rims are not even the rims. The the wheel mounts and whatnot. Wheel mounts. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's so cool. And it, you gotta realize. I know that these guys have stuff in their back that they're using. Yeah, that's but fun. that's we've never seen that. Haven't seen that at all. So that might be, you know, that's that's new something for this the guy series. was like, boss, I got an idea. Look at this, huh? Yeah, huh? I can build this. And they were like, yeah, I like they it. They used it. And, and there's we saw two buildings that looked like 7-Elevens in these episodes. Yes, I saw those. Which I is funny those. because 7-Eleven is all over Japan. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, and it's a way better store. You can eat very well at a 7-Eleven. Really? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can, okay. there's, like, 7-Elevens are A, big. Right. B, ubiquitous. Okay. And, like, look C, up. C, you can actually eat at them. Okay. I mean, well, you can't eat at it, but you can take food out to go. It's a, a takeaway it's kind of thing. better food. Well, yeah. What? Oh, Seven-Elevens yeah. Look, go, do yourself a favor and prepare yourself for a rabbit hole and go on YouTube and look up Japanese 7-Eleven. Okay. It is... Endlessly fascinating. Really? I mean, also, endlessly fascinating are the amount of weirdo vending machines. <laughs> now, I'm sure most of our listeners are aware of the fact that you can get damn near anything in a vending machine. Hot coffee in a can. Yeah. Hot tea in a can. Yeah. Um, uh, phones. Cameras. I didn't know you... Well, we can oh, get yeah. a... Oh, can yeah. you get a phone from a No, you can't get a phone from a vending machine here. Yeah. Maybe somewhere, but... You like, can get phone battery chargers from a vending machine, because I know I did that once. I had to but rent yeah. a little charger from my phone to get on the bloody bus, because that's where my bus pass is. It cost me five bucks that uh, day. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you five bucks do? is five bucks. Exactly. And then, you know, it's not the end of the world, which you're like... <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly... And I almost... If they had had one to actually sell, I would have bought the... The whole thing for thirty bucks, and then just kept recharging it. Right, right. But then I went out that day and bought extra batteries. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, one of those little battery chargers is a great. Hey, pro tip, guys, bring extra batteries. Yeah, bring everywhere, to everywhere, wherever you're going, bring some because you know when 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 you're away from headquarters and your communicator dies. Yeah, you can't be beamed back. Exactly, and I can't get on my bus, which is very important <laughs> to me. That's right. Um, <sighs> but yeah, cra- like that's also a great. Um, a great like uh, they have mystery vending machines in Japan, right? So, so it's you like you don't even know what you're buying. <coughs> well, you you've got an idea. It's like mystery drinks. Okay, so you okay. go over, and it's got a bunch of shapes, right? But they're white, right? So, so you don't know which is which, right? So, so you bought one, and then so you're, you're like, like, all right, it's uh, fifty yen, so it's fifty cents, right? And normally drinks are like a dollar, like oh, hundred okay. yen or one hundred fifty. So it's. Generally, whatever stock is left over, they dump them into mystery machines, and then you and they sell them at a discount. I got you. So you press a button, and like it's like chocolate soda, or it's bubblegum soda, or it's just Coke, or it's whatever. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I think it's neat. That's not a bad idea because then a you're actually selling the nonsense, and b everybody's like, "Ooh, this is a concept I can use." Right. Or this is terrible. I have to get something else. <laughs> 
it off. Yeah, they have ones that they have one called uh, I think they're called like Lucky Lucky boxes or something, and they're just white boxes, and they can go as high as like ten or twenty dollars. Oh really? But it's probably more expensive put than it what in, you're buying. And sometimes you can get like a cheap digital <coughs> camera or like. Uh, a set of sunglasses or a watch, like All weird, right. headphones, weird, weird stuff, stuff. Yeah, like weird stuff. Um, but it's yeah, it's a neat, it's an interesting. It is an interesting concept. I feel like if I went to Japan, half of my money would be on vending machines. Oh yeah, 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 because you want to see what you would get just for the sake of it's seeing terrible. what you would get. It's terrible. Oh, I'm not arguing that. But yeah, definitely. And uh, there's also Japanese thrift stores are now becoming a thing. Okay, that's and good. Man, there's so much better thrift stores. <laughs> well, I mean. Like you said, they so can't really better. keep stuff. Yeah. You know, this the apartments are so small, they can't keep stuff. So you <coughs> give Excuse it to me. the thrift store yeah. to be able to sell to somebody else, and the thrift store will take your stuff yeah. and sell it even if it's cheap, because it's free to them. Yeah. They can sell it to you cheap and keep their business yeah. running. When you see, like, uh, toy collectors, I, I know there's a video somewhere. I will try to find it, you guys. There's one of these big toy collectors, and... Everything he has in his house is in mint in box, right? Wrapped in like in, pla- in plastic. Now you sell it's a uh, like heavy heavy duty oh, vinyl. Okay. So there's no it's a uh, PVD it's PVC free. It's acid free. It's all that. What they do is they wrap it up and then they tape the plastic closed. Right. And then they box it all up and it's in a box. Every like they have like ten things out and everything else is stacked. Oh, nice! And it's like. Just yeah. tubs and boxes. Like, oh, do you want to see my Mazinger stuff? He pulls out a tub, out. and it's just a box of like crazy oh, rare wow. stuff. Oh. I've bought some of it, like when right. guys come from Japan, and you're just like, this is all so nice, and it's relatively inexpensive. Right, right. Because oh, you don't have to pay the middleman markup. Right, right. Okay, fair enough. And uh, so, where were we? Oh, yes, the, the two monsters? brothers yeah. uh, transform into also in blue. And are evenly matched against uh, Gar- uh, Gargorgon until it shoots its petrification ray. Right, and I and didn't it, understand what it was at first. It tried to shoot fire, yeah. which turned Isami, who's blue, yeah, right. to stone. Right. And now you're a, telling me it's a he's petrification a ray. He's a Gorgon. Remember? He was, uh, you don't remember him? Remember. Yeah, that's this thing. It's got that eyeball in, in his the mouth. mouth, which was cool. Yeah, and he shoots. He's he's a Gorgon, so he can right. turn turns everything to stone. Into stone. And then he's getting ready. And I thought that was real early. I was like, whoa, they turned somebody to the stone. It's right so away. Exactly. This I is nice. And then he gets ready to shoot Rosso. And Rosso finds out that the horns on his head can be used oh, as sluggers. sluggers. Oh, I was like, God. And then that uh, was like, episode three with sluggers already? Come on. Yep. yep. And I said the same exact thing. I'm like, okay, they've got sluggers. All of a sudden... Right. But at least they're not going. Oh, please, I'm they're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them time. They <laughs> might. I assume there's some sort of slugger power up coming in a few episodes. <sighs> but I love when uh, when um, when he so he cuts uh, Gargogon's uh, eye and it turns blue back to normal. Yeah. And he's like, "What's with the things?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we have extra weapons stored in our head." And he was like. All right. And had he just reached up, pulled up, and there's an even bigger slugger. And you're like, all right, I guess we got to let this fly. Yeah, I was right. like, that's, that's when I was like, all right, this, this show is just crazy. <laughs> and, and they're, they're just like, look, if we're going to go nuts, 
you can come really if you want. <laughs> you can come if you want. But if like, just be ready because it's gonna get goofy. It's gonna get super goofy yeah. from here on. And I yeah. like it. I oh, I like I'm it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. This, you know, watching Leo, you can tell I was getting annoyed with it because it's Re so really? so dark. Really? This one, you sit there going, okay, this is fun. Heck with yeah, any exactly. logic, anything to make sense. This is just gonna go all out, buck crazy. It's definitely a nice tonic. To the like oppressive like, uh, <laughs> let's slap the guy and get him training and oh please. <laughs> but I think what's funny is that like they um they were finally like I think they had started hitting their stride just when we stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh the delicious irony! Ah, what are you gonna do? It's like that's like finding out. A fantastic restaurant the day it closes. Yeah. You're like, I can't wait to come back. Well, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. You better order something to go because that's it. There's no more. Uh, what? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I discovered shows like that sometimes where I'm like, ooh, can't wait for season two. No, it got canceled. You're like, canceled. yeah. Okay. What? What? But why? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of but why. Exactly. But why? So, um, they continued to fight Gargon. Um, Kasumi brought up a plan and told them to switch crystals. They, uh... Have that, a full transformation scene again. Yes, sir. And then... The newer versions of themselves. Uh, he, he makes, uh, he makes Blue stand behind him and just, like... Duh, 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 yeah, duh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parry, wait, duh. Um... And uh, and they he uses the uh, what you call it uh, a mirror water aqua mirror wall that's aqua it. mirror wall to they, turn the monster into stone just as partially exactly yeah. then they both use their sluggers make an X on the monster the cross slugger attack oh, oh, oh. and then just fly away because now the monster's done well yes he, he then explodes big time exactly. and then. Makoto Aizen is seen picking up the crystal and, he and putting shows it into the crystal case. three of them. Yep. And you're like, oh, this could get interesting. Right. So the three siblings that in your return to the closing shop. Closing shop. Not the closing shop, but that might be closing. We don't yeah, know what time the they close. The way this father is. He we don't know what time they close. It could be wrapping up. <laughs> and the two brothers begin concluding that the recent attacks should be coming from Mount Ayaka. They're interrupted by their father, and the two comment on the father's new shirt, which is somehow misspelled. Yes. I'm sure that's incredibly much more funny in Japanese. Right. Well, since we don't read Japanese as well as don't speak it, we can't tell what it says wrong, but that's fine. Then, Makata is seen on the outskirts of the city, following a man who bears a strong resemblance to a previous character, and awkwardly greets him. Well, which previous character would it have been? I don't know. There's a link. Ah. Shall we click it? We shall click said link. Please. Please. <laughs> uh, that would be Guy Kunarai. Who Ku is? Kunarai. I don't know. Let's find out. I know. I'm pushing you along. I'm trying. Guy Kunarai, formerly known simply as Guy, is the human or alter ego of Ultraman Orb. <gasps> ah. Ah. Okay. So now they're getting Orb into the show. Indeed. Okay. Fair enough. Ah. We, which which we know. We know we have to get the orb. Because we just... Everybody's been like... It's so good! 
All right. Oh God, it's so good. We're doing the best we can. We're human. Give us a break. Look, if we'd have won the Mega Millions. We do this every day, no problem. Damn Skippy, we would. <laughs> you guys would be so sick of us. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't care at that, that point. No, because you know what? Still making them. Don't care if you're listening. <laughs> at, that point, at that point, we're doing all sorts of weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. So let's get to um, monster our monster, Gargorgon. Gargorgon, sorry. He is 55 meters, 55,000 tons. Origin, space. No shock. At least he's not from planet Gorgoron. Like he would, like you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong, my friend. Let me see if I can find the... Uh, <coughs> anything particular in uh, Rubu? No. Okay. Lightning bolts from uh, each of her heads on the shoulders. Which was, I thought... The makeup of this monster, and I Creepy. don't remember seeing it before, but you're telling me I did. So it was in, um, I believe, the first appearance. Oh yeah, we do first appearances, don't we? Ultraman X, okay. the man with the stars memories. Okay. Don't remember. Oh, it's the one with the um from Planet Gold, and he's got those. The Gatling gun, the guys with the Gatling, Gatling gun nuts. robot. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I don't remember seeing the monster, but that's fine. But it had. Heads all over the place, eye in the mouth. It yeah. was a cool looking monster. Yep. Horns glowed. Yep, 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 yep. Very, very cool looking. So, of course, the Gargoyle's name is a combination of two mythological beasts, gargoyles and gorgons. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, she was stated to be behind the Gorgon myth in the Ultra Flare timeline. Okay, makes sense. Um, it is also implied that she is responsible for the fall of Atlantis. Okay, if you say so. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, nothing, nothing else different right. about that. I got a roar for you. Go Hang for on. Okay. There you go. Nice, short and sweet. Yeah, not bad. Like I said, because I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and I admit it's me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have sound on either one of these episodes, yeah. so I'm going to try that other method that you told me about yep. to listen to, um, what's our next one, four or five? Yeah. See how that works four out. Four and five. Uh, the next one will be... Um, no, of course, I didn't write it down. This says, The Winning Ball of Light. Okay. Did you, did you see the, did you watch the preview? No. Red game. Oh, I love all me right. some Red King, okay. baby. All in. Love me some Red King. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, let's see. What have I been listening to lately? Um, I don't think I've started any new podcasts because God knows I listen to enough already. Yeah, there's a bunch that I'm still trying to catch up on. I'm trying to catch up now. I got a little bit behind on the last podcast on the left. Yep. So I'm trying to catch up on okay. that again. And I'm trying to catch, uh, what was that? This Day in History class. Is a nice, like I said, nice and short. Five minute yeah, that's that clip. Let you know what happened. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I feel a little smarter. That's just good. a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Little increments. And we want to wish everybody today a happy Halloween. So that way, oh yeah, you know where it is. It's Halloween today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just so I'll give a quick snippet of what's on this day in history. Hit me. Today, Martin Luther. Posted his 95 thesis. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Was he in costume? No. 
Oh, okay. It's well, well before Halloween became a costume thing. Okay, I just wanted to be dressed up as a <laughs> sexy cat girl or something. No, you know, no, like, no. look, I'm sexy Martin Luther. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was he sexy. We don't know. We don't know. That's the only picture I've ever seen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never know. We might have been dressed very well that day. Somebody maybe looked at him and was like, "Yeah, I hate that. All right, that's not so bad." It's not, yeah, it's not, okay. But anyway, yeah, you know, um, I have been going down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes of guys restoring Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. Okay. Okay. They take vintage Hot Wheels that are just beat the hell up. Right, and try to fix them up to and the best they can. And they completely restore them. Really? And they're Matchbox cars. The little, okay. little guys, right? And they just, they got little buffing wheels. And they got, they show how they reconstruct, like, okay, some kid steps on this Hot Wheels car, right? Right. Smushes it. These guys will, the first thing they do is they drill out the rivets to take it thing take apart, them right? Take of course. Then they'll hammer out the roof so it gets... Bumped out so again. It gets bumped out again, right? But of course, the supports in the front where the windshield are are usually right. gone, right? Of course, so they rebuild they those? They make them out of <sighs> string, super glue, and baking soda. And wow. that forms an almost instant bond. Okay. And then they, they it's can, it can be filed and sanded and smoothed and painted. Nice. And it's nice. Indistinguishable wow. from the metal. It's unbelievable. That's cool. It's and everyone's British. Okay. So you can listen to it. It's almost like ASMR. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is really relaxing. Oh, also, if you like old time radio like I do, you go to archive.org. They have tons of old time radio. But most importantly, I was looking up Philip Marlowe the other day. You okay. mentioned Philip Marlowe. There's like. 25 episodes that I never knew existed. Well, there you go, man. You can watch oh, them. It's the Listen best. To them. It's the best. So, all right, guys. That's it. Remember to like, rate, review, subscribe. Give send us, us five money. Stars. Five yeah. stars. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you, you very much because this is what we... this is We do this because you allow us to do this. Yeah, because it's fun. And that, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, that's about it. We'll see you all soon. And uh, Sally Ford signs. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.